I'm your host, Desiree. And I'm your host, Tyrone. And we are not Not your your attorneys. attorneys. I want to start this episode (laughs) off on a positive note. Yes, love and light, love and light. Level up, that is the thing. (laughs) Level up. Level up. It's a new quarter. Sierra dropped a new song, and I'm very inspired by that Jersey Club music. Yeah, um, because I think it's uh, that one song that DJ... Something rather small, or whatever. His no name idea, is. but I remember hearing <laughs> that song in college. Well, you know, the backdrop beat or whatever. Yeah. When I was at first introduced to Jersey Club music. But it's, yeah, it's given like these really like positive vibes. And it's the same thing with like Kiki and I mm-hmm. love you. And I don't really know the words to that, but I'm really <laughs> enjoying everyone being positive and. They're not shooting up in Brooklyn this summer, and that's good. I mean, <laughs> they did apparently just come for six nine. We can talk about them later, but oh, wow. um, yeah, I'm just really happy that the summer it's going quickly though. Yeah. Do you know we're about to hit August? Oh my god, the summer has flown by. I'm just like, what happened? You know, we have really nice weather now. Mm-hmm. It's storming, raining, but it's still like 80, 90 degrees outside. Yeah. It's just crazy. Uh, I don't know. I feel like I had plans to do lots of things and like I accomplished some of it, but <laughs> now I'm sort of like rethinking. I'm like, maybe I should put off some things and speed up other things because I'm trying to take advantage, you know, like summertime. People right. ain't working it right now. It is just <laughs> flying by. I don't know. So who knows what the rest of the summer will be like. Enjoy the weather while you can. Don't Absolutely. stay in the house and be lazy. Level up. There's so many things going on and... I try to put them all on my calendar, but sometimes you just be at the house. <laughs> yeah. So let's first talk about Drake royalties. So I think we alluded to this on another episode, but like we're going to give you the full backstory of what exactly is going on with Drake and Lil Wayne and Cash Money and all that. Because it can get a little complicated, so we're going to break it down to the simplest terms. So you know, we're right off the hills of the Lil Wayne versus Cash Money settlement. Aspire Music Group, the record label that first signed Drake to a contract in 2008, is pursuing its own lawsuit against Cash Money and Universal Music Group in New York State Court. In 2009, Aspire furnished the musician services, the musician is Drake, in 2009 to Young Money Entertainment, a joint venture between Cash Money and Lil Wayne. Under the agreement, Aspire was to get one-third of net profits from the exploitation of Drake's first six solo albums, as well as one-third share in the copyrights. And for people who don't know, Aspire was started by um, Brian Cortez. He used to be Lil Wayne's manager. Yes, So Aspire is alleging that cash money and young money provided deceptive accounting statements reflecting that no monies were due to Aspire. And eventually they just ceased providing Aspire with any accounting documents at all. So Aspire also provided documentary evidence to the judge of at least one request to conduct an audit. And you know how 
big audit rights are. We talked about that. Mm -hmm. So many of these artists who have been taking a task. Like and most the, of the time we talk about audits, it's dealing with universal it, music, girl. <laughs> <laughs> so they, yeah, they told the judge and they provided documentary evidence of at least one request to audit cash money and cash money's purported failure to adequately respond. The responsibility or liability could fall on Universal's shoulders, though. That's because in an amended complaint, Aspire alleges that Universal is the equitable owner of cash money records. According to Aspire's complaint, Universal took advantage of cash money's cash flow problems by satisfying debt in, debt in exchange for control. The companies are said to share office space in an intermingled business affairs department. Mm -hmm. Cash money also is dependent on advances and direct payments from Universal. Well, <laughs> that was enough for the judge to point and see that Universal is really controlling the business and operations of cash money records. I mean, that definitely sounds yeah. fishy when... There are shell and facilities and mm -hmm. your business affairs legal team are doing everything on behalf of cash money. Exactly. I can see where he came to that conclusion. Mm -hmm. So the lawsuit further contends that after Universal took control of cash money, the distribution agreements were renegotiated to provide Universal with higher fees. And because distribution fees are deducted from net profits in the Aspire agreement, Aspire is asserting it lost significant revenue from the exploitation of Drake's album. So it really is, they're building a great case is what I'm yeah. hearing. Universal objected to Aspire's lawsuit and filed a motion to dismiss. The defendants argued there was an incontestability provision in the agreement whereby Aspire needed to provide written objections within two years of receiving an accounting statement. Since Aspire Hadn't the defendants certain that the motion for dismissal should have been granted on the basis that Aspire had failed to meet the conditions of its deal. But <laughs> the judge thought otherwise, and he objected to Universal's motion to dismiss. The judge ruled that the contractual relationship between the two parties transformed over time into that resembling an alter ego relationship and is necessarily fact intensive and requires discovery so basically he didn't rule on the merits of the case but he's saying that this motion to dismiss is not going to be granted because the facts need to be explored more mm -hmm. and just off of a cursory viewing like i could see the case right. being made we have to discuss further but it's not completely out of the question so right. ultimately neither cash money nor universal can get out of the lawsuit and they must face aspire's claims so this would be very interesting considering you know i don't know how relevant this will be going forward for drake and profits from drake particularly because of we just talked about i think on the last episode his last album that he just delivered. Well, oh, I fact checked it. So this is Drake's fifth album, Scorpion. Oh, so he has one, one more album under this deal. And then he can be free of all this mess and cash money not paying, whatever, uh, or allegedly not. Paying. So why do you think he said that in the song then? I don't know. Um, I, I'm recalling the lyric that you're speaking to when he was saying that he was done with this whole drama. Yeah, book. by dropping like the album. Yeah. Um, but look, I look on I looked on Wikipedia and it said he only had five albums. So yeah, and you know it could be that 
because you know Drake, he puts out things that are more technically um, like mixtapes, mm-hmm. but the average person views it as an album just because yeah. it's like a Drake big thing and mm-hmm. it, everything that Drake does is like a big deal. So we'll see. It Even if he still has more albums to deliver, what they're suing for is based off of past albums and money is not paid. So this may influence a little bit of what's going to go what's going to happen going forward for any new albums that come out, but they're more concerned about how things have been going prior to this. So Yeah, and to clarify one more thing, um, Aspire, I said, was started by Brian Cortez. His name is Cortez Bryant, so wanted to (laughs) fix that. No disrespect. Make sure we're all, you know, on the same page. But let's move right along. Um, Manny Halley. I don't know if y'all know him, but I liked Manny because, you know. I don't know him. Who is, <laughs> this is like when you were like, remember when we did one of those first episodes and you were like, you know Rocco? And I was like, I don't, actually. Gotta <laughs> <laughs> put some respect on it, Tyrone. Okay. So Manny is Keisha Cole's former manager. If y'all used to like the show, if y'all used to watch the show the way it is, he used to be on there. What? Is, um, is that her reality show? Yeah, she used to have okay. a reality That's, show. I knew that. I just don't remember him. Yeah, he was on there. He helped her like earlier in her career. And for those of you who don't know who Keisha Cole is. Y'all better know because Keisha Cole is from the Bay. Y'all listen, don't be disrespectful. <laughs> not to be, We're not trying to shade her at all. But for real, you may not know who Keisha Cole is. She actually has songs with Diddy and Kanye. And like, Kim. Oh, and what's the Nikki. last night? Yep. That's uh-huh. her singing on that um, song. So like Keisha Cole is actually a reputable artist just for people who think we're trying to shade her. <laughs> Um, yeah, so last year, Manny Halley, he's the former manager of Keisha Cole and Young Thug, filed a fifty million <laughs> filed a fifty million dollar defamation lawsuit against David Weiss and Associate, which is Young Thug's business manager uh, company. And these claims, a part of this case, included damages for slander, libel. Intentional interference with prospective economic advantage, negligent interference with prospective economic advantage, and intentional interference with contractual relations. So basically, they're just trying to say, like, you didn't do your job. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're trying to stop my bag over yes. here. <laughs> yeah. Um, and also remember defamation throwback episode slander and libels the written and oral forms Mm -hmm. so david weiss and associates young thug's new manager business manager accused fanny of stealing funds and inappropriately using them on behalf of the rapper it seems like something's in the air with that right Mm -hmm. now this is not the only manager being sued like johnny depp and them (laughs) um but thugger's business manager threatened to contact lapd's criminal department claiming Manny attempted to charge over $200,000 to one of Thugger's business manager's employees' accounts. Right. And if you guys are confused, remember we told you, I think it was on the episode with our guest Trevor, the different roles that you have when you are a musician. So you typically have a manager who manages your day-to-day and then the business manager who handles uh, the money. So in this case, you have the business manager, which is David Weiss and Associates against Manny, who is the personal manager. So this is the discrepancy. Um, Manny Kemp claimed that Young Thug's business manager was trying to cover up 
their own mishaps and incompetence by alleging that in the past, Young Thug's business company was not appropriately overseeing his finances. And at one point, the electricity in his home was turned off. Car note payments were missed along with his cell phone. And the business manager is supposed to pay for all of these things as well. I just don't know how you could miss those payments. Those (laughs) are crucial. Like when you see a young thug out on Instagram with literal like thousands of dollars in cash in hand, Mm -hmm. you expect for the AT&T bill to be paid at that point. Right. And my thing is, even though you have this business manager and this personal manager and you are the star, you should always look over things as well. You are paying the best person to rely on him. But when it comes to money and yep. a lot of money, sometimes you just got to check for yourself because people get Morissette. sticky fingers. Yes, Alanis She learned Morissette. that the hard way. Rihanna, <sighs> you can go to the bitch where I have my money episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. We, we laid them out on that one. Yes. But Manny's trying to say that the $200,000 that um, David Weiss and Associates is saying that he misappropriated or he st- tried to steal was actually young for Young Thug's private jets for his tour. That should be easily provable. So mm-hmm. I don't know how there's a misunderstanding if he's going to be like, nah, here's the email for the jets. Um, but recently, Manny and Young Thug's business company, I guess they were over all the drama mm-hmm. and they settled the lawsuit for an undisclosed amount. So, so Manny got some coins because obviously he wasn't stealing. Probably didn't get much. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying like... I think Young Thug's team was just like, make this go away. There was probably something, miscommunication of some sort. Yeah. Someone didn't do their job to the best of their ability. And we just need to make this go away because there's more money to be made, sir. Exactly. When I was looking up this case, I wasn't sure if Manny is still Young Thug's personal manager. But I would think after this also, I mean, Young Thug wasn't really a party to it, so... I don't know, but for me, I would just want to get rid of all this drama. I will fire all y'all across <laughs> the board. Like, get it together. Finally, for new stories. Well, this is like new slash an update because yeah. we talked about Richard Simmons back on our Pride episode with our guest. We're just like name dropping all yeah. of our episodes. Yeah, and <laughs> we've had updates on episodes <laughs> about Richard Simmons. So With our, our boys from Why Aren't We Being Filmed, if you're mm. listening. Um, where's that new episode, y'all? <laughs> <laughs> So, they enjoying the summer. I'm <laughs> checking out the Instagram. So, um, like I said, this is a throwback to that episode and Richard Simmons and sort of people trying to out him for allegedly being trans and trying to hide it or transitioning even. In June 2016, Richard Simmons filed a lawsuit in Los Angeles against private investigator Scott Brian Matthews for planting a tracking device on the vehicle of his caretaker to monitor his movement. I'm like, really? You, you know, went after the caretaker for real? You know how like obsessed with money you have to be? Because yeah. this is all you're trying to, you're trying to get a story so you can make a lot of money. This was like, beyond invasive. Like, when I saw you put it on the caretakers, caretakers you're not even put it on your someone's personal car is a lot, but you put it on the caretakers like... That is a complete invasion of privacy, for real. Upsetting, actually. Yeah, so according to the suit, Matthews planted the device in order to determine whether Simmons had visited hospitals in connection with the purported gender transition 
story that was in the National Enquirer and Radar Online. Which we talked about in that Pride episode. Yeah. Tim and Ted said that those transitioning stories were false and fabricated and leave him alone. He's just living his life in private. I don't know what the obsession with Richard Simmons I don't, is. I, it was that finding of Richard Simmons or being with Richard oh, Simmons that podcast. podcast. I yeah. think that really sort of kicked it off into high gear. Like, I really haven't seen him since Nutty Professor cameo. And And that was a videotape in the the show or the movie. But, yeah, that was literally, like, I think mid-90s, the last time we really saw Richard Simmons in public eye. And I think that's on purpose. I think he's sort of done with, like, public persona that he has become. So it's frustrating to see this. But even since the last time we talked about this case... And I really thought it should have been over and handled at this point. But here we are over a year out Mm -hmm. and it's still going on. But since we talked about it, Simmons has amended his complaint with a new bombshell. And that is that he is alleging in touch weekly, the tabloid owner by Bauer Media hired Matthews, who allegedly had been tracking Simmons for more than a year. And Bauer is now co-defendant in the case and claimed to be vicariously liable for the privacy invasion. So we knew that he was tracking, but we didn't know who was doing it on behalf Mm -hmm. of InTouch Weekly, potentially. Right. So vicarious liability refers to a situation where someone is held responsible for the actions or omissions of another person. And that's why Bauer is now a co-defendant to this case. But anyways, things get worse for Matthews. Los Angeles prosecutors decided to pursue a criminal complaint against him. As they should, because he's basically being charged with the misdemeanor crime of willful use of an electronic tracking device to determine the location and movement of a person, which is a crime in California. Mm-hmm. So if he's convicted, he's Pop going to lose his license. Yeah, if you won't be investigating anybody else, you better go get a Walmart greeter card I think, job or something. <laughs> I mean, Lord. I think the takeaway is just leave Richard Simmons alone. <laughs> so hopefully people will start respecting his privacy, you know. You speak. know whose privacy they're not respecting? Mm. Cardi B. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so this is an update for you on the Cardi B case a few episodes ago. We told you about Cardi B being sued by her ex-manager, Shaft. Well, Cardi B decided to fire back with her own $15 million lawsuit against her manager, ex-manager. Cardi B is looking to have her management and recording agreements declared void. In her response, she acknowledges a management agreement with Worldstar, that's uh, Shaft's company, but asserts that the agreement was breached by Shaft's company when It failed to appoint an independent business manager, failed to provide her with monthly accountings, failed to provide adequate payments to her, and failed Mm. to provide documentation of expenses. Listen, we keep telling y'all, like, this documentation, financial disclosure forms, like, this is baked into your grievance. When you don't do it, people are like, okay, so that is a material portion of the agreement. So mm-hmm. now let's just get it declared void since you want to act crazy. Yeah, I'm I'm actually very curious to see what her management agreement says. I, I don't think that we will ever be able to get no. our hands on that. But Not at all. I'm like, monthly accountings, uh, that's kind of a stretch. Like, <laughs> you don't necessarily get monthly accountings. I've looked at a couple of management agreements and 
at least the ones that I've looked at, monthly accountings for artists is not the norm. Maybe every couple of months. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Maybe, girl, your, your lawyers <laughs> helped you with this response. Um, well, Cardi is further asserting that this case arises out of the deceitful and disloyal <laughs> conduct of a self-serving and controlling personal manager, counter-defendant Clenard Schaff. Raphael and his entities through which he does business. So Worldstar and KSR, who together, among other things, breached their contractual and fiduciary duties to counter plaintiff Bel Calise, I said it. Yes, she did. <laughs> Al Manzar, an immensely talented and trusting young artist, state Cardi B's court filing. That was okay. hilarious. <laughs> okay, so Cardi B is a smart young woman. She didn't write that. Yeah. <laughs> like, those, those words she would have never used to describe herself or anybody else involved in this. So, good job, lawyer, good for job, trying to make lawyer. Cardi B sound like a very, very, very posh person. <laughs> you know, this is just an unfortunate situation. I hope that she reads things. You can't rely on people. You hire people to do jobs. Trust your lawyers, yeah. trust your accountings, but also look it over. Yeah. And I think from all of the cases that we talked about today and things that we've talked about for the life of this podcast, you just do your secondary check. You know? Yeah. You do your due diligence as a person mm-hmm. who wants to be in control of their career in the entertainment and media industry because everyone's probably looking out for their own best interests. Right. And I think Chef was doing that. I do think there was probably some mismanagement of funds, a little bit of breach. He was trying to look out for himself like she was getting hot. Doesn't have <laughs> that education in the music business or whatever. And so I think there is some fault on his end, but um we'll see what happens. Yes. Well, Cardi is having some other issues right now. Offset <laughs> was arrested. He out of jail, but he probably could go back. You know, allegedly he was on uh, probation or parole and then got arrested for a improper lane change where the officer found a gun and drugs in his car. You know, I'm always surprised when I see these super mega stars millionaire rappers and not just rappers anyone in the public eye who know they are almost like targets for police or whoever and they have like guns on them like why do you need that have your security have a gun why don't you have security with you why do you have drugs and all that particularly if you know you are on probation or parole now cardi on her instagram did say he's not on probation i didn't go look at his court records because i don't care that much but everybody else says that he is we know that he has been in out in and out of jail since he's become famous and also too it's like why would you put like we gotta take a step back we haven't talked about um cardi since she had her baby so congratulations on cardi for having a little baby culture but why would you put like you're spending time and being away from your family at risk by like just carrying a gun like you got too much money like that is for everyone else around that's why you pay people your entourage to take the fall for you (laughs) i mean i guess she'll be in the company of the other three baby mamas no shade (laughs) 
But, you know, let's get Keep it positive. A, We're keeping a, it positive. Yes, on a positive note, <laughs> Beyonce will be in New York in less than two weeks. I am so excited. This snuck this, up on me. This tour has been, like, it feel like it just started yesterday. <laughs> She is done with that European leg. She is coming over to the States. I kind of got my outfit together. You know, <laughs> I'm going to have it ready. Because I was like, oh, shoot, it's almost August 2nd. So, yes, I'm very, very excited. And we got I, new music. Yes, and... I'm hoping she incorporates more of Everything is Love into the U.S. shows. Yeah. Um, I don't really know. I know she hasn't been doing, like, the full album. I think she's been doing, like, a song here we'll and be, there. We'll take that in the Formation Road Tour DVD. I'm tired of playing <laughs> these games. Y- y'all are never getting that. <laughs> like, I gave that to the Lord. One thing that was, <laughs> I saw someone did have a sign um, at one of the European shows, and they asked, for the Formation World Tour DVD. I'm like, you know what? If this was about 10 years ago, I would write me a sign and I would be like, Beyonce, where is this Formation World Tour DVD? It's like, you know how petty you have to be to like get a front row ticket to a Beyonce concert and put up a sign that says, where's the Formation World Tour DVD? Petty, that is me sometimes and that would be me at the concert. So if you are going to the Formation World Tour and you have no, front no, no. seat. Oh, shit. See? Run. On the run. <laughs> Don't nobody care about Jay Z. No, just <laughs> if you're going to on the run tour, get a sign and ask for the Formation World Tour DVD. Like, yeah. see, we want it still. Listen, I was just scrolling through my Instagram today for some reason. I was looking for an old post and I came across when I went to the Formation World Tour for my second date. Mm-hmm. And that was the last tour date mm-hmm. that she did at MetLife. Right. And that's when she brought out. I was like, she really had Kendrick up in the water. Splash- yeah. around about to catch a cold yeah <laughs> and serena sitting in serena, the chair yep i was yeah. like oh that, that was, was a concert that was you know a what? now that i'm thinking about it maybe we she should have ended in new york but you know what she lives in la now so yeah, she, she over there yeah she had to move to la Jay-Z, to get you always right. fucking shit up <laughs> all right but another positive thing the murderers of xxx extacion that's how you say it right is that it is that correct <laughs> Yes. I don't know. Yes. That's what I say because I don't yes. know what it is. R.I.P. All yes. respect. But the murderers have been indicted and two are still out on a loose. So God bless him and his yeah, family. the violence. Like, keep, um, keep the peace in hip hop, y'all. Well, everything is love. And until next time, um, make sure you reach out to us on social media. And that is at Pop Law Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, if you're still using Facebook, because they apparently stealing all your information. (laughs) (laughs) And our website, www.poplawpodcast.com. And yeah, leave a review. Let us know if there's anything that you want us to talk about. And yeah, just remember that, as always, that we are not your your attorneys. attorneys.